and welcome um, back to the UEA Wellbeing Podcast. Um, my name's Rich. I'm one of the wellbeing trainers here at UEA, uh, and we're back together. Rach is back this week. Um, Rach, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right, thanks. How are you doing, Rich? Yeah, good, thank you. And this month, we're joined by Megan. Megan, how are you? Oh, yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Fantastic. Um, Megan, do you want to introduce yourself, um, who you are and what you do, um, before we get started? Yeah, sure. Um, so, my name is Megan Murray, and I am a student services advisor which is a bit of a tongue twister. Um, I work for the Faculty Embedded Wellbeing Team and I work within the Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences. So we act as kind of like a, a go between the students and academic members of staff and student services, kind of helping people get signposted to different forms of support and helping people access the service, making it more accessible. Um, so, yeah, that's what I do. Oh, fantastic. Thanks so much. Um, and this month we are focusing on burnout. So Megan's joining us today to have a discussion all around burnout, what it is, and a couple of tips that might be helpful. Um, so thanks for joining us, Megan. No problem. Uh, so, Megan, at the start of each podcast, we like to ask our guests to share um it's our sort of it's a little thing section so your little win or little wins from the last few days or last week so we're looking for the small things as these are the things that often make the big difference so what is your it's the little things um from the last few days megan okay so i i don't know if this really qualifies as a win um because it happens every year but it was my birthday last friday Oh, definitely um, a win. <laughs> and uh i had a lovely long weekend off and Usually when I have time off, um, I feel a bit guilty because I'm leaving work behind or I feel like I've not had long enough. But this weekend, for whatever reason, all the stars aligned and I was just able to enjoy it. And oh, it was lovely. <laughs> awesome. No, I'm very glad um, you had a good time. And I think that's a, a perfect, really nice, really nice win. Um, and happy birthday for... Friday. <laughs> uh, so, um, how about you, Rich? Any little, any little wins for you? Uh, I don't, I don't know if I can beat, I don't know if I can beat a birthday and a long weekend. But I had a lovely, uh, bracing cold walk uh, in the sunshine this morning um, with the dog, which was very nice. Um, what about you? Um, so, my my little thing, I, was, I feel like it's always about um, food or drink, but. Um, but basically, I've just made a really nice cup of tea this morning. And um, I've got really into like a sort of brewing technique, which is not technical at all. But essentially, I, it needs to brew for a certain amount of time and be spun a few times and then really nice and milky. And it's just really good. It's a really lovely cup of tea. So while we're doing this recording, I'm just sitting here thinking, nice to have a chat. But yum, yum, yum. <laughs> lovely cup of tea too. When you say you spin your tea right yeah what, what does that involve <laughs> so you when it's brewed you don't want it sitting there so it gets that horrible layer on the top yeah so yeah little squeeze couple spins let it settle little squeeze mm. couple spins let it settle and then if I'm feeling really adventurous third squeeze and spin <laughs> it's the painted, the painted uh, free spin <laughs> technique okay okay excellent <laughs> 
comes highly recommended by um, <laughs> only me. Um, <laughs> so you can let me know if you try it. I will, I will. Uh, so sorry, now uh, to, to the, uh, the theme at hand. Um, we are talking around burnout this week. This is our theme for the month. Uh, when we're talking about burnout, just to kind of clarify it to get us started, um, it is defined um, as chronic stress that has not been successfully managed. And the t uh, burnout and stress are kind of used sort of quite interchangeably. Um, but in terms of sort of you know the distinct between the two we can still sort of function under stress and perform you know relatively well um however with burnout we are sort of totally wiped out um sort of both physically and emotionally and i think often we can have that awareness of when we're feeling stressed whereas burnout can be more difficult to notice as well and i think i read something once um which um, sort of resonated with me is around that stress was described as this feeling of drowning. Um, but by contrast, burnout was described as being sort of all dried up. So sort of having um, nothing left to give. Nice. I think that's a pretty, a pretty accurate or a pretty good description there, Rach. Um, so to kind of get a start, Megan, um, if you're happy to share, what is kind of... Um, your personal experience with burnout or what does that kind of look like for you? Okay so um, it was really interesting that like when you guys told me we'd be talking about burnout and throughout the kind of week last week I kept sort of it kept propping up in conversation naturally so it's been really interesting to reflect on that um, and myself and my colleague Lisa last week were giving workshops so we gave some workshops on well-being planning and resilience and we noticed when we were doing the workshops that this thread just kept coming up the whole way through about how stress is something that at certain levels can be quite helpful. Um, it can give you the push you need to get things done. It gives you the adrenaline you need to keep going. Um, and, you know, some people function really well under a, a kind of sort of decent amount of stress, whereas when you hit burnout, you just become less and less productive even though your workload doesn't change so somebody could take away all your work and you would still feel like you just couldn't get anything done and and this really reflects um with me something that i experienced in the past so um in a previous job i was signed off for a couple of weeks because my mental health was suffering and um, and this was quite a while back when i was teaching um, and I remember at the time I had stacks and stacks of marking to do and um, my line manager had offered to redistribute my marking whilst I was signed off. But obviously I felt so unbelievably guilty about being signed off and um, having to like pass my work on to other people who I knew were probably just as busy as me, if not more busy. Um, that I insisted on keeping like some of the marking back for myself to do while I was signed off and despite the fact that my workload had been hugely reduced and I was being signed off all other activities I remember now it still felt absolutely insurmountable to do this one kind of lot of marking and ultimately I wasn't really able to benefit from the two weeks off of work um, because I was just so burnt out and I can see now 
that actually I, I wasn't just stressed, which I thought I was. I was actually just completely burnt out. And even though the colleagues that I was worried that I was passing this extra work on to, um, yeah, it would have been a bit of extra work. But because they weren't burnt out, they would have been able to kind of reprioritise, shuffle things around and, and take on the extra work. Whereas the point I was in, I just I needed to stop. And um, it's it's funny how you reflect on things like that that happened in the past. And I kind of wish somebody at the time had have pointed out to me what was going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, at, at that kind of time, was that sort of was that all caused around that that workload then? Or was there anything else that kind of contributed to that for you? I think it was a combination of factors. Um, it was a, a kind of a time in my life when I wasn't massively happy with what I was doing. And I think that contributed to it. And when I think back now, actually, the workload was completely manageable. It's something I could do now easily. Um, but I didn't get the enjoyment from it that I get from my job now. So that nice feeling where you're busy and you're a little bit stressed but it keeps you going and it pushes you to want to get things done I didn't have any of that so every time sort of another job came along it just felt like you know one more thing that I had to do that I wasn't enjoying doing um, and I think you know that that all combined led to just being completely burnt out in the end. Yeah yeah thanks so much for sharing that. No problem. Yeah, thanks, Megan, for sharing that experience there. Um, in terms of you mentioned a little bit um, at the start around sort of running workshops um, yeah. and supporting students. I was just wondering, um, from your experience in your role, what have you seen there in regard to burnout? I mean, has there been any kind of common themes or maybe even times of year when stuff comes up as well? Absolutely, absolutely. I was just going to say that this time of the semester kind of um, the autumn winter semester coming up to Christmas is what I think of as like peak burnout season um, you get students who you know they've been pushing themselves really hard working really hard doing really well and as you come up to Christmas you start to see like deadlines mounting and um, all those kind of end of module things are coming up on the horizon you might have like uh, course tests um, you might there might even be some exams after Christmas so people will start thinking about revising for that and I think that that healthy level of stress that is keeping students going throughout the semester um, tends to go that bit further into something less manageable um, also I think when students first come to uni so like back in September there's loads of fun stuff going on um, you're making new friends, you're really busy, you're in this lovely little university bubble where um, everything's really new and exciting. And I think as as university life becomes more like just your normal day to day life becomes a bit more mundane um, sort of real life stresses start to encroach on things a bit. So. Um, if you're living off campus, you know, you've got bills to start paying, you've got maybe repairs that you need to get your landlord to do. Um, obviously, family life doesn't stop when university is going on. So all those little stresses and niggles from outside that are kind of 
glossed over by the exciting sort of beginning of the semester are just starting to become apparent again and I think that's you know that's why we tend to see a bit of a bit of burnout and a bit of those high levels of stress creeping in this time of year but um obviously that's why students can apply for extensions, can apply for extenuating circumstances like consideration by the board requests. So there are tools there that students can use if they do feel like they are getting more into the, the burnout um, realm rather than just a bit of stress. Yeah, no, thanks for that. I think um, it's almost like this sort of honeymoon period, isn't it? The start, of, the start of uni and coming down from that. And I think really importantly, it's recognising that that's quite a normal trajectory as well isn't it as you said it's something Absolutely. that you know from your experience you've seen quite a lot so part of it is that sort of recognition so thanks for that no problem um yeah no I really like I really like that and I think it's, it's important to kind of identify those kind of pinch points in the year where okay this could become you know uh maybe a bigger problem or we see it kind of more commonly affecting students yeah. Something I kind of picked up on and you talking about your own experience was that not necessarily recognising the difference between feeling stressed and feeling burnt out. Um, so, you know, if someone's listening to this and thinking, oh, I felt quite stressed lately, yeah. what might be some of the signs that they might, you know, try to become a bit more aware of or look out for that might be maybe heading towards burnout, even if they're not quite there yet? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it is it is really difficult. Like Rach said right at the beginning, it it can be difficult to notice, especially when you're in the thick of it yourself. Um, so sometimes it's good just to ask other people if they've noticed anything about you that's changed. I mean, that can be quite a hard thing to do. But, you know, if you've got a really good friend, or you're really close to your parents, you can always ask them if you think that how you're feeling is normal, because if you're feeling these really high levels of stress, um, when actually in the past you know you've coped with a similar workload, um, then it's, it's probably starting to sound a bit like burnout. If you know that you've definitely coped with a level of work or, um, an amount of kind of deadlines at the same time if you know you've coped with that in the past but for whatever reason you're not coping with it now then I think that's a really good sign that that you're feeling burnt out that something else is is contributing to the stress that you know maybe is, is out of your control and that's when um you know you can identify it as burnout and then you can actually ask for for help yeah no awesome um and I guess as well, is there, you know, is what what other kind of factors might lead towards people feeling like that? I know obviously workload and deadlines and and kind of essays and things like that are, are of course going to be one of the biggest kind of factors for for all of us. Same of us, you know, in, in our own jobs. Um, but is there anything else that you think you know is worth kind of being aware of or just keeping your eye on in terms of what might contribute to? Uh, yeah, I think just having a good understanding of your own well-being and your own mental health is really important. Just kind of regularly checking in with yourself to see how you're feeling. Because certainly with, with things like stress and anxiety that can lead up to burnout, it's the sort of thing that really creeps up on you. Um, 
and it, you know it's it's not very often that you wake up one morning and feel completely different than you did the day before so I think that creeping feeling of, of anxiety and stress and you know ultimately leading to burnout is um is something you need to almost learn to identify in yourself but um I think in terms of reducing yeah the burnout reducing the likelihood that you're going to burn out um taking time to do that checking in with yourself so taking rest breaks um building in rest breaks into your routine um is so important and if there's a real skill to like taking breaks um particularly if you're studying and you know you've got a deadline coming up and you know that you know you've got to slog away at this piece of work until it's finished it can feel really hard to timetable in a break but it's it's just not feasible to keep working on something constantly you know morning noon night so learning how to take sort of strategic rest breaks where you go and you stretch your legs or you have an evening off um and not feeling guilty about it that's really important yeah nice that's some really lovely advice there thanks yeah, thank you, Megan. I really like the idea about um, taking breaks and putting in that pause, um, but also like recognising that there is that sort of guilt around it and can be. Oh, absolutely. Um, and as you said, but there's only so much information you can take in before we go into that sort of cognitive overload anyway. So it's not yeah. actually taking away from that learning. If anything, it's it's helping it. And that idea of putting in that pause, um, especially in the moments when you feel like you don't have time for it because in yeah. a way that's in itself a sign isn't it that's going if you feel like you haven't got time for it for that pause for that break that in itself is kind of a sort of sign and symptom that you definitely need one yeah definitely I mean it is it's so hard and it's not a skill that I've mastered you know um and I don't know if anyone ever does but I think the fact that you keep trying to do it you keep trying to fit breaks in um and you know just trying to take some time out can be as good as you know have, enjoying the time out you might not enjoy it you might feel guilty but ultimately giving your brain a chance to kind of rest and recuperate is is the most important thing yeah and as you said it's the it's that intention isn't it we're all human we can't be perfect and yeah. try and do that all the time because in a way that could add on even more stress and pressure yeah. um yeah. and actually we are going to have times when it goes too far so if someone is um experiencing burnout um or they're, ha they're having a listening and they're going do you know what? i'm kind of recognizing this in myself what what can they do um so yeah i think i, I mentioned it earlier I think if you can, um, and it's not always easy, but I think if you can, just try and talk about it with um, friends or family. Um, you know, just make that kind of first step to reach out and say, "This, this is how I'm feeling." Um, you know, and just kind of go through it with somebody else. Don't feel like you have to suffer alone. And I think people feel quite awkward sometimes about talking to their friends about their mental health or opening up to their family but I think with something like this with with burnout with with real intense stress I think most people would admit that they're fairly familiar with it I don't think there's many people who would say they've never felt stress they've never experienced that that level of you know just not being able to do any more 
so I think it's quite a, t a topic that is quite easy to talk about it if, if you are able to. But ultimately, if you don't feel comfortable talking to friends or family about it and kind of seeking advice that way, you can always use student services and our online referral form is available on the website. And um, if you fill that in, just let us know how you're feeling. We will triage it and people will get in touch with you really quickly, usually 24 to 48 hours, and we can arrange a chat for you with one of our advisors. Um, there's loads of other resources from student services that can be helpful. For example, um, the wellbeing workshops that you guys manage, um, the Managing Stress Workshop, we advise loads of students to go to that workshop because actually the skill of, of managing stress, managing those um, high levels of anxiety and, and, and a big workload, it is a real skill to master. And you know, you're not necessarily born with that skill. Um, so why, why not go to a workshop to kind of learn more about how to do it? And ultimately, if you feel really bad, if you are feeling so burnt out that you know, you know, you're really reaching the end of your tether, you can't, you just can't carry on, then go to your GP and talk about it. And you might be able to get signed off work if you're working or as a student, it's always possible to take short breaks and speak to your GP. They'll be able to provide medical evidence. Um, there is so much help available out there. It's just a case of, of finding the right person to talk to about it. Yeah, no, thank you. That's some some really nice advice there. And I think also um, at that point, we, you know, we said it is all very normal. But when we are experiencing those issues, um, certainly in my experience, that is that point where that sort of inner critic pops up and I can be very hard on myself about you know it having got to that point there can be a lot of that frustration so part of it is someone sort of managing that as well isn't it and maybe thinking about how they can be kind to themselves oh absolutely um, and that self-talk which in itself is another skill um but you know I often try and say to people like you know try and talk to yourself the way you talk to a friend yeah um, yeah in those moments I think that can be that can be quite important but yeah some really lovely advice there thank you no problem yeah no I completely agree completely agree with what Rachel said there some some really nice pieces of advice there Megan um and kind of something I picked up on that you said a couple of times was kind of that really reinforcing that when it comes to dealing with stress and when it comes to um you know even having those conversations around how we're feeling that it is a skill that we can get better at and that we can practice Absolutely, yeah. um and something we like to focus on each month is uh something called well-being gone wrong and you know <laughs> like i say there's nothing wrong with trying something and it not working out there's always going to be times when we when we try and practice things that are meant to go well and maybe don't quite work out so um megan what is um what's your well-being gone wrong is there anything that you've kind of tried and hasn't <laughs> quite worked for you um, I would say that um, I, I I have you know I have as like other people little little things that I do that keep me feeling good keep my well-being kind of the way I want it and one of the things that's really important to me is my morning routine I hate being rushed in the morning and if anything is going to start my day off badly and stress me out it's being rushed 
So in order to incorporate my lovely relaxed morning routine that involves lots of coffee and, you know, nice breakfasts and that sort of thing, I, I get up really early. Um, but actually, that's fine for me. By getting up early, I feel far less stressed. So I'd rather forego like a half hour of sleep than, than get up um, later. But this morning, I actually overslept and um, subsequently spent the first morning back after my lovely long weekend rushing around like a headless chicken and starting the day feeling very stressed when I didn't need to. <laughs> So that is my well-being gone wrong, oh, despite no. all the good intentions yeah. that, um, we have. It doesn't always work. No, absolutely. But like we said, you know, I think that's part of it, isn't it? It's part of that practicing kind of self-care and part of looking after ourselves. It's it's about getting things wrong sometimes, and you know, really importantly, learning from them. So I guess other than uh, maybe setting the alarm a little bit earlier or, <laughs> or making sure you get up, what you know, what what have you kind of learned from that? And you know, you spoke about the importance of that routine. Yeah. Like, is there I mean, anything it, you can learn? It's difficult. I think I won't say I've learned much from this morning other than yeah, I need to be better at checking my alarm. But um, what I have realised like over the course of my life um, is how important that routine is to me. People in the past have been like, oh my God, why do you get up so early? That's ridiculous. And it's ma- they've made me feel bad about it. But actually, I've identified with myself that that's really important to me and I feel better and have a better day when I do that. So I've kind of had to turn around and kind of reclaim my early starts and say that I know that I get up ridiculously early, but I want to and it makes me feel better when I do that. So, um, yeah, just about not worrying what other people's well-being uh, things might be. Just work out what works for you. That's my that's my lesson. Yeah, no, I love that. I really, really like it. I think that's so true, isn't it? Like looking after ourselves and our well-being and our self-care all so individual that you know what works for you and what works for me is going to be completely different and whether it's getting up at five in the morning or you know waking up midday (laughs) or whatever it might be you know it's about finding what works for each of us so yeah that's a really lovely kind of little takeaway message like that thanks Megan yeah thank you I'm I'm kind of with you on the morning routine I don't think mine's probably that early but I used to be um get up as late as I possibly could because I was always like I need to maximize my sleep time um and then I realized I was so stressed in the mornings um because I was giving myself you know 15 minutes to get ready so yeah (laughs) I got down to a fine art um but yeah it's gradually got earlier and earlier and I have to admit I am completely converted to a to a morning routine more time than you need slowing waking up into the day um and also just a quick update because I know people have been listening out and wondering I have now finished my lovely cup of tea um <laughs> and I had a very nice experience but um I also had a very nice experience in this podcast as well so thank you for joining us Megan um, <laughs> it's been lovely yeah just to uh, I was just sort of finishing up do check out our YouTube channel this month where we will be posting um 
videos each week around burnout we're going to be sort of talking through something called the three r technique around helping so do check that out with some extra tips um and we do post most days on facebook twitter and instagram too so check us out on there if you haven't already um and just as always as we like to emphasize at the end of our podcast as always if you do need support um you do not need to suffer alone um and as megan has so um sort of eloquently said student service team are here for all of you so uh thanks so much everyone cheers rich and megan thanks rich it's been really great fun yeah, thank you and join us next month which will actually be next semester it'll be 2022 when we'll be back yeah. um, for our next podcast so thanks everyone <laughs> bye thanks guys